Lift off. Welcome to episode nine of the High Octane Podcast. I'm James. I'm Cooper, and with us today we have Frank. Uh, I used to work with Frank, good friend of mine. Um, funny story: I never actually spent any time outside of work with him until uh, he actually left the job. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good thing we did leave that job. Fucking yeah. sucked. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Swearing's okay, right? Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Good. Fuck that job. And this is, we're not speaking German. This is episode nine. Yes. <laughs> Isn't it good that we're not speaking German, right? Instead, we have parts of Sydney speaking Arabic and other parts of it speaking Chinese. Chinese. Amazing. I'm really and glad. Indian. Don't forget that. That Aussie boys went overseas to get shot by Germans so that we didn't have to speak German so that we can instead speak other languages. Exactly. It's beautiful. Diversity is our strength. Mm. As, you, as you know. I'm not sure who exactly is strong because of it, but certainly it's somebody's strength. I've never met someone who was strong because of diversity. In fact, the people who I have met in favour of diversity all seem to be utter weaklings who've never lifted a weight in their life, but that might just be my anecdotal experience. It could be. We all know (coughs) that uh, bicep size is in relation to a political view. Uh, Yeah, apparently you mentioned something about that, James. Uh, the further on the right you are, no. So what is it? There is um there is a direct correlation that they've proven, um, through science, sample, science, um, and sample sizes of how the people who have larger biceps are more inclined to have right wing point of views because they don't want a redistribution of wealth. And people who have larger penises are just right. <laughs> you know it. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it kind of appeals to common sense, doesn't it? Those people who are a prepared. Weaker, they, they want, weaker people would want everyone to have the same thing. They'd want a redistribution of wealth, which is a very communist ideal. Well, it's I, I, appealing to the other side. I'm saying that if you're the kind of person who has the kind of discipline to go out and lift weights on a routine, strictly control your diet, control your workout routine, you're probably going to be the kind of person who believes that everyone can make it if they try. We're all going to make it. Mm-hmm. We're all going to make it, bros. Everyone, every, to all my fit boys out there, you understand. That's right. We're all, we're all going to make it, boys. Ziz is it. spotting us every rep. That's it. Shout out to Ziz. Shout out. I actually, I actually saw Ziz at a rave. I saw him at Stereo Sonic. Really? I, I met him, yeah. Oh, really? Was yeah. he shredded for stereo? He, he was pretty shredded for stereo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him at a rave. I saw his back, bro, and I was like, fuck, how much fucking, how much sauce is this guy on? How much trend? He was taking a lot of sauce, but mad respect. Do what it takes. Yeah. Me, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm natty. I haven't turned in my natty card yet. I don't know. Not about yet. You too. Not yet. We haven't got uh, you to Thailand yet. <clears throat> Boys, I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not the kind of guy who can say yes or no to, you know, with absolutes, only... Only Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 one's for all the beta listeners out there who love Star Wars. Star Wars is the best. And Reddit and drink soy milk. That one was for you. Shout out to all the vegans. <laughs> Vegan crimes on Instagram. Shout out. Shout out. So, how's um how's lifting weights going for you, bro? I, I understand you're in a bit of a bulk phase at the moment. I'm I'm trying to. My my biggest problem is uh, is getting enough kcals in. So uh, I've recently been shilled by my boys on AFG. You know who you are. They've shilled me pure product. They reckon it's the uh, the best Australian product on the market. So 
Uh, I'm going to look to pick up a mass gainer and make sure that I hit my targets going forward because that's been the choke for me. It's not a, it's not so much getting to the gym. I've I've got the kind of job where I can make it on a real realistic day. Uh, sorry, a realistic time frame in the evening. Finish at a at the same time every day so I can go out there. <clears throat> uh, the main problem for me is getting enough kcals. You don't eat big, you don't get big. I need to eat more. And uh, well, what's your training? How long now have you been in this training regimen? Like how long have you been taking it seriously with the goal of, hey, I'm going to put on as much mass as I can? Uh, yeah, reaching the genetic limit. Um, look, it's... Since you've been watching fucking anime <laughs> and you look up to your hero from Berserk, Guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I read, I read uh, Kentaro Miura's uh, manga, Berserk. Uh, Guts has got that gold body, boys. That's that's where we all want to be. Yeah. Again, all my boys on Fit know what we're talking about. Shout out to Fit. Yeah. Lift, lift that massive sword with one hand. Gut, yeah. Guts is my hero. You haven't even finished the anime. That's what's like creeps me out. I, I can't bring myself to do it. There's a story behind that. There's a story behind that. Um, eventually, I'll share it. But uh, there's very deep emotional traumatic bonds to watching Berserk for me. Wow. So there's a there's a bit of a duality with it. I see. Um, I won't make any jokes at that at your expense. Then I was going to, but I won't now. Oh, please do. Oh, I was just maybe you'd be sad that it's over. Once you watch the last episode, you'll just cry because that's the end of it. Pro- yeah, because like the anime. Would. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but the anime just like hits the surface. The manga like continues on after the anime. How many episodes of Berserk are there on the anime? Uh, it depends which series you're talking about, but the original, 25, the original series in, in the 90s, that was like 25, 26 or something like that. Is yeah. that it? Okay, but I have the, to finish but the manga, I'm halfway like, through. If you're doing the manga, there'd be like equivalent of like a couple hundred episodes. My guy, Kentaro Miura, please, you have to finish it before you die. It's been 30 fucking years. Just finish, just draw the fucking picture. Honestly, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Miura-san, onegaishimasu. Um, I think your number. No, no. Oh, that's you. Yeah, oh, that's I turned me. his up. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Yo. So when I when I ask um about your training routine and your like how long you've been on this journey to get swole as fuck, mm. um, when I when I think about training, I think of it in terms of blocks. Mm. So because I come from an exercise uh, science background. When I think blocks, I think four, eight, 16 weeks. Right. Yeah. So, oh, like, you've got, you've got some sort of training plan in mind now. Yeah. So, I was um, I was doing a three-day-a-week uh, novice uh, weightlifting program just to build enough strength um, so that I could proceed to an advanced routine. <clears throat> yeah. Well, what sort of um, – do you, do you have – is this a program you pulled up off the internet? Or? Yeah, yeah. So, it was strong lifts. Uh, five by five. Gotcha. So I was doing strong lifts five by five. Uh, I didn't want to name it because I didn't want. I don't know if that guy wants to, his his program associated with this podcast, but there it is. Um, it's a well known program. Mm. Yeah, most novice lifters have, yeah. have come across it. Most lifters have come across it. It's actually quite a brutal program for a novice. There's quite a lot of volume, and it's a super intense program. Yeah, um, I found it manageable. And the reason I say it's manageable is because ultimately the person who decides it's how much weight's on the bar is me. So it was not a problem for me to just deload if something was too hard. Right, right. So 
uh, I was on, I was doing strong lifts for, I think th three months maybe before like properly doing it three months, uh, before I, uh, new year came and then it was time to come to jujitsu with James after he strung out to be into it. How are you finding, and this has always been the problem with me because I love so many different sports and so many different styles of training. It's really hard for me to stick to a routine. Like right now, I've got a strength and conditioning coach who's given me a, a strength and conditioning program for boxing. And after about four or five weeks, it's a 10-week program. I'm kind of like, oh, I really want to do something else, you know. And Is I it guess, getting monotonous? It's not that. It's just um, I'll, I'll find something I like in the program. So, for example, this time around, there's a little bit of kettlebell work and I've really gravitated towards it and I fucking love it. Cause, oh, it's so good for your hips. So, that's why. So all I want to do now is kettlebells. Yeah, that's why I got my old, uh, my little girl down there. Yeah. Little 16 kilo. But you found that you're able to just stick to your, your lifting program and not have it, like not think about it and not change it up. And uh, So the way I approached it is that when I started doing jiu-jitsu, uh, I was doing weightlifting and jiu-jitsu at the same time, but I felt like that wasn't helpful um, because there's certain things that jiu-jitsu required that I felt like I should focus on. And one of those things is hip flexibility. Um, so if I... I've, and my, Yeah, doing squats isn't great for that. Yeah, yeah. So if I keep going, my, my, my squat isn't that impressive, but if I kept doing my squats the way I was doing them, I don't think I would improve my hip flexibility. So I haven't done weights for about two weeks uh because i've been what i've been doing instead is every day doing um some hip flexibility stretches that i stole from various yoga people i know and i've been trying to do those every day as well as four four sessions of jiu-jitsu a week so you're doing you're doing jiu-jitsu four times a week that's right yeah 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 that's right four, four times a week there's a really good guy on youtube um called dr mike isratel so he's this jacked bodybuilder and he's like a doctor in nutrition um and he's he's got a company called renaissance periodization and he's fucking massive like ifbb level bodybuilder right uh and he's also a jiu-jitsu guy right there's a video there's a video he's got out there it's it's a an hour and a half long it's called how to manage building muscle and doing jiu-jitsu and which which sounds pretty hard to be honest. It's, yeah, it is because like a lot of jujitsu stuff is muscular endurance based, mm. so it's a lot of upper body holding and pulling. Like it it'd be akin to like a muscular endurance workout. So it's like there's a there, there could be like a lot of soreness involved, especially at like the white belt blue belt level, where you're not as skilled, and there's a lot of strength used and there's a lot of holding on. Yeah, yeah. So factoring that in with something like a fucking hypertrophy workout for the upper body is quite hard, you know? And then managing the fatigue. What's some... Um, do you want to just explain to people what's a high hypertrophy? Hypertrophy is yep. the act of making something bigger. So, like, um, when I watch Cuties... <laughs> <laughs> you mean that really good um, coming-of-age film on Netflix... Shout-outs to our tiny-hatted friends at Netflix. Yeah, no, that's that a joke, obviously. But um, hypertrophy... Do, do you still have that poster? Definitely not. Oh. Burnt the shit out of that thing. Oh. <laughs> I was not made aware of this. Oh, okay. Um, he he ordered, he ordered like, a giant cuties poster to I my house. It. 
Yeah, he ordered it to my house. I don't know. I just gave it to him. Yeah. Thanks for that, James. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I, I appreciate you doing that for me at work. No problem, buddy. You can yeah. you can import a cuties poster, but you can't import anime related products into Australia. Very interesting. Mm. Oh, what? Yeah, you didn't hear about that, did you? You can't import anime products. Anime related products. What is ones that with the H tag on it? Ah, uh, the H tag. Mm. Oh, I'm confused. Don't don't worry oh. about it, mate. It's Yamate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's no in Japanese. But you Stop. you fucking degenerates already we knew all that, know didn't that. you? We all know that name that means yes. <laughs> yeah. Yamate senpai. Hashtag no means yes. <laughs> oh no. Oh no 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 no. So so the way what I found when I started jujitsu is that it made everything hurt. Now that wasn't unexpected, but the degree of pain that I felt, particularly in the areas of my body that are less developed, that perhaps the strongest program doesn't hit uh, directly, um, they they had a, a lot of pain in them. A lot of fatigue was uh, obviously there, and need to take a lot of recovery time. So what I'm hoping to achieve short term is to be able to continue doing jujitsu three or four times a week, and also incorporate a couple of days of weightlifting in. And when you say weight, well, well, let's get back to hypertrophy. So hypertrophy is literally just making the cell bigger, hyperplasia, m- making more of the cell. Yep. Strength is just making a denser cell. Denser, yeah. So it's like you've got, let's say you've got like a petri dish, or uh, let's say you've got a plate, right? So with a small like you know uh, saucer, you can only put so much food on it. Yeah. Um, like you have your like a little bit of rice, a little bit of meat, blah, blah, blah. You can only put so much on there. So that cell can only get so strong. But then hypertrophy is making the cell bigger. So you can put more like myofibrils in, like connective tissue, like yeah. contractile stuff in there. So strength work does a little bit of hypertrophy, actually does a lot. But strength work creates more like connections in the body. Yeah. So it makes it more dense. So when we say hypertrophy, we're talking... You know, high rep range, very fatiguing. Usually you're quite sore afterwards. Yeah. Your central nervous system might not be fatigued. I know when I lift heavy, like I just want to sleep. Like I just like I'm ready for bed. Yeah. So that's probably your, your central nervous system. You're exhausted. You, you've used a lot of... Energy. But yeah, I don't get like that. It's weird because maybe you can explain the difference between like doing that and like using ATP. Because I'm not 100% what ATP, how ATP works. Yeah. But I know that after jujitsu, I'm fucking wired. Like, I I struggle to go to sleep after a hard jujitsu session because I'm like, bing, I'm like jumping off the walls. Well, that, that could just be because you're heaps alert because there's like a lot of norepinephrine in your brain. So, there's like a lot of adrenaline going around. You're heaps wired. Like, what I would do is I would just have like a lot of carbs. Like, carbs would just calm you down. Yeah, well, that's a bit harder for me because I just want to like lose weight. I don't want to be a big chungus anymore. Well, maybe for you, it's better to have your not eat before training and then eat after training. I try and have just a shake after training. Like, so when when I'm on a training day, say if I've got training at seven o'clock, I try to eat at two or three o'clock, eat like a medium-ish meal and then eat like two or three, three or four hours actually beforehand just because it's like jujitsu, like if you've got a belly full of food, you're gonna th- like you're gonna either throw up or you're gonna shit yourself. As I discovered on my first day. Oh really? Oh yeah. Tell <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I was being very um, 
conservative. Yeah. Uh, what I what I did is uh, it was a sorry, it wasn't my first day. It was my first Saturday, which is a hard session. At the which gym. is a, which is a hard session. I knew you know everything in jujitsu at the moment is hard for me. Being a white belt, everything's hard. Uh, but I, I didn't appreciate this being my first Saturday. Exactly the degree of hardness that this that Saturdays would like be. a nogi session. It's always like way more athletic. Yeah, Saturdays nogi. It was my first ever nogi. Uh, I had some things to do in the morning before training, uh, so I was running around like a crazy person, trying to get them done so I wouldn't be late. Uh, breakfast that morning was uh, coffee and a protein bar. Uh, within an hour, an hour. Yeah, I think we did. I think we did some drills. No, I mean like how quickly, like from the time you ate to oh, thirty minutes prior oh. to this to beginning Ooh. of training. Yeah. I, I was I was a bit pressed for time. We did drills. Uh, that particular drill, that uh, particular day, I think it was... Was it some sort of knee ride? Uh, no, I, I, if I recall correctly, we were doing um, uh, takedowns. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think... That'll, was, sh- that'll shake everything up in your I stomach. Think, I think it was double leg takedowns we were doing. And uh, I got thrown around quite a few times as, you know, as the drill required. And also had to lift a guy who was about a good 20 kilos heavier than I am. Uh, which I can do, but... Uh, First roll comes around and I'm on the bathroom floor on my knees puking up that protein bar into the bowl. Uh, Did you get photos? No. Oh, okay. Uh, from personal experience, it's it's never a good idea to take your camera into the toilet. So I didn't do that mm. this time. First hand. Mm. First hand mm. experience. Yeah, yeah, especially with the sound like they get in Japan. You know, it makes it very obvious what you're doing. That's it. Don't get caught, boys. <laughs> You've been way, watching way too many animes. Yeah, I don't want to know what. Do the animes you watch have a lot of tentacles in them? No, no, no. I, 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 Not anymore. I, I prefer cute shit. Cuties. <laughs> no. So what, my lord Frank, what, what are you saying? What my what my friend Frank is into is you see, there's this culture called a lolly, and a lolly is a girl who's. Looks prepubescent, maybe 10 or 12. However, however, she is usually a 300-year-old witch, so it's not, it's okay. (laughs) If you think about it. I think we all saw Dick Masterson's piece on this particular subject, didn't we? Um, Shout out to Dick Masterson. No, no. Who's that? Uh, Oh, you guys don't know him. He's a a comedian, long-time comedian, American guy. I have no idea who that is. Great name. He, uh, Dick Masterson. He, he, yeah, Dick he, Master. He, he published Son. a book called uh, Men Are Better Than Women back in that's true. the 2000s. That's, that, that, that's amazing. Yeah. And he uh, he used to have a piece where he would go around, you know, aviators on with a goatee and a shaved head and essentially just take the piss out of women. And, um, you know, men, they all just see you as, as ATMs. Don't forget it, boys. This sort of stuff. So, so uh, he's... <clears throat> He's not really a comedian. He's just speaking the truth. <laughs> Nothing funny about the truth, boys. And he, um, he, yeah, he did a. He's got a podcast now, and he interviewed some guy claiming to be a um, lolly a, file, a, a lollycon. Yeah, is that what they're called? Like lollycons yeah. or a lolly so, file? So lolly is a reference to Lolita, as in the book by the Russian author, and con is short for complex. Okay, like but do you want to electric complex? So basically, example. a lolly is kind of what I said. A Which young is, girl, yeah. It's a young girl, but usually it's 
like a three hundred year old wizard or a four hundred a five thousand year old vampire. So like whatever it, will get you past the census. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like pe- people like sort of justify it in their mind because it's like, well, she's she's five hundred years old. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Th- these days, it's a, it's a parody of itself. Everybody knows what's going on. <laughs> Literally. So, how long have you been doing jiu-jitsu now, bro? Uh, I think we're going on two months shortly. Yeah, yeah. two months shortly. I'm brand new. It took it wow. took him. It took me to convince him to to convince him to come to training. It took him months, and then it didn't help when Ronies came around. And he's like, I don't want to get Ronies. Oh. Yeah, that, that's before I knew the truth. I thought it might have been a big problem. Uh, turns out it's just the flu, boys. Don't worry about it. It's just the flu. Are you 70? Are you over 70? No? Okay, you're fine. Don't worry about it. That'll get you a strike on YouTube. Yeah, now. any any you, you got Kid Bib's dad, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But how, fair, but how old was he? I mean, he can't have been that old. Like, probably, let, let's say, like, max 60, right? Late 50s. But he looked pretty unhealthy to me. Like, he was probably obese. Yeah, that's that's the biggest risk factor. Well, mm. keep in mind that Khabib's Khabib and Khabib's dad they come from a very snowy, rainy area, so they're not getting vitamin D. Vitamin D is one of the also the big contributing factors to if you live or die. Well, also, I mean, you know, exercise will take you from like let's say let's say let's say you have to go to hospital because of the coronavirus. Mm. Yeah, and uh, clinically, you're in what could be seen as like. A fucking high risk category. Um, if you're physically active and you get enough vitamin D, the sun. No, yeah, well, sun. Well, let's just talk about exercise, right? Yeah. If yeah. you get enough exercise, you might not even have to go to hospital. Yeah. Did you know that? Like, so you're if you're healthy, you're more likely to be like an asymptomatic person. Absolutely. So, like, you'll have it. You'll test positive, but like, you'll feel completely fine. And that's why. It was really upsetting to me when gyms were shut down because I understood it. Um, no, you know who brought this up? Like one of the first people to bring this up and said, this is fucking stupid. Why are you doing this? Elvis Sinisek. He was like, it doesn't really, aff- it doesn't affect healthy people that bad. Why are you shutting down gyms? He was so vocal about this. Well, look, that's the problem. So you shut down gyms, right? Yeah. And if if exercise is the medicine required to keep you out of hospital and you're shutting down gyms, it kind of makes the problem a little bit worse. Yeah. So- and, and one of the biggest things that I found, I got it like a little, I think I'd call it like a little sexual rush when, um, because people were organizing little underground like jujitsu gyms. Like one of my mates, he ripped out everything out of his garage and put in like three by five tatami mats. That did something for you, did it? Uh, he's like, do you want to you come over for some sneaky jujitsu? And I was like, fuck yes. Let's James do this. Hard. Oh, yeah. Still hard to this I'll, day. Oh, I'll, the table lifted like two inches. <laughs> I was just like, this is amazing. And then like other people like, hey, you want to come do I've got some mats down in my living room. I'm like, fuck yeah. I don't even, I don't even care if I'm going to get raped. This is mad. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's an interesting observation you made there, Cooper, about the, uh, about the gym shutdown and taking away people's ability to exercise at the gym at least social distancing so you can't go to the park or somewhere where there might be crowds you know to the beach for example lots of places to work out at the at the beach especially in sydney it's like and the, and they also locked everyone in their house you could put out a house arrest last year if you recall yeah so, if you're a quarantiner yeah yeah, yeah. so 
exercise and vitamin D were both taken away from from most people, especially in Sydney, which well, is interesting if those are the two things that would that keep you, you away from the hospital. Very curious to me that the government would be taking measures that would increase people's chances of getting sick. Well, look, obviously the, the number one thing was like, all right, this is a code red. We needed like bang, you know, make sure that it doesn't spread. And then they slowly reintroduced shit. But it was a good three months, man. Yeah, it was. And, a- and, and not only are we talking like, not only are we talking physical um, benefits, but like psychological too. Yeah, like being, not being able, like pretty much the government saying, you have to stay inside. Like you have to. Or if you don't have a valid reason, we will fine you. You will get arrested. Like all that pressure and stuff like that. And you're basically encouraging people to like be lonely and like loneliness is one of the contributing factors to depression. Do we have the government statistics on suicide for last year? That oh, that is something I wanted to bring up. So like yeah. with with everything with everything shutting down over that two and a half months, one thing like the calls to Beyond Blue went up something like four hundred percent. Um online gambling spiked. Of so course. people were spending lots of money on online gambling. And I wanna know like you were saying, the suicide rate, the rate of alcoholism, the rate of ODs, like I reckon all of that spiked last year in those two Ooh, months. It's bound to happen. I, I was looking at a paper, um, a study done on people in Japan after like a natural disaster. And this was over like... Depression rates go down. No, no, no. Well, three to six years, um, this, this study was done. So it took, it took the people in that area three years from the time of the disaster to get back to their pre-disaster activity levels. And that's not only in adults, but in kids too. So like what we're seeing now, like, you know, it's probably going to take a few years for everyone to get back to like somewhat healthy. So the difference between, the difference between say a disaster like that and the pandemic or the, the plandemic, depending which side of the fence you're on. Scamdemic. Scamdemic. Um, oh, that's a struggle on YouTube. Um, so the difference between that is because there's been studies in like also with the World Trade Towers going down. Um, that basically when, an, when a disaster happens, but like an actual physical disaster that you can see, like rates of depression and suicide actually go down. However, I reckon with like the Ronies last year... I reckon alcoholism and fucking suicide, I reckon it fucking went up so high. So, it's interesting you say that because what what I've read, for example, with this study in Japan, yeah. it was probably like an earthquake. I think it was like an earthquake. Well, they time. get earthquakes all the time. Yeah, fuck them. Um, <laughs> wow. Is that what we meant? Oh, sorry. Um, we love the Japanese. Don't you love... I love the Japanese. Yeah. Nippon Daisuke. Yeah. Oh. We've got JDM cars. We've got anime. Hentai? Hentai. Yes. Sushi. So, yes. Ramen. Pubic hair. What? What? I can confirm that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? what what's with the, the no shaving of the pubic hair? What is that? Cultural thing. It's like... Why do I know this? That's my what, vagina beard. <laughs> why do I know this? Why Why do it, you know this? It, I'm it's, interested. It's yeah, to do. It's a cultural artifact from when the Americans came Ooh, after thank the you, war this guy. and uh, occupied Japan. And if you know American soldiers, you know they really like whores. Uh, do they? Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Mm, mm. Soul brother, ex- tubuku. 
Uh, one of the things that American soldiers liked were for those prostitutes to be clean shaven. Oh. Mm. And so it has that connotation now. So if you're clean sa- shaven, you're a hooker. You're a whore. Yeah. So that's why they don't do that. Do they not even keep it trimmed? Oh, or of they, course they do. They just, oh, okay. They're, they're, they're probably the most hygienic people on the planet. But they, they're the cats of humans. <laughs> they lick themselves? <laughs> Meow. Meow. <laughs> and they murder mice and leave them in the center of the living room. That's yeah. a gift. You find. <laughs> it's it. a gift, all right? It's a gift. They don't like Koreans. <laughs> no, no one does. My cat never liked the Koreans. Yeah. That's a strike on YouTube. Um, yeah. Uh, well, you don't see any stray cats in Stratfield. <laughs> <laughs> a lot or, of restaurants, Or in Campsie, yeah. Or, or Eastwood? Or Epping? No, no. You don't see... Well, I don't Kentucky think... Kentucky Fry Cat. Yeah. I think I saw a stray cat in Eastwood, but I never saw a stray dog. Yeah. <laughs> think about that nut that next time you that order Mongolian you think, beef. Uh, <laughs> think about that nut. <laughs> yeah. Mongolian Kelpie Cross Collie. <laughs> 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 yeah, what were we talking about again? I, I don't know. We just had an autism moment. We just like went total off track. Talking about Japanese pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that fun Japanese pool time. What were you talking about? Oh, we're talking the aftermaths. The aftermaths. Oh, we're talking about suicide. Yeah. Yes. No, no, we're talking can, about we're talking about why Japanese girls don't shave their crotch. Yes, which was we were initially talking about psychological effects of mass shutdown events and natural disasters disasters upon populations, which is obviously links into Japanese girls' pubic hair. Yes, 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 that's very true. If you don't get it, you're a fucking subhuman 85 IQ or less and you should tune out now. So look, if you're depressed, um, grow your pubic hair and start exercising. (laughs) That's it. Well, yes, exactly. So... The point is that the, I think this government has done a lot more damage than the fucking influenza virus has ever done. Let's be honest. Suicide up. How many people died of influenza last year in Australia? But what, Anybody know? I don't know. I've heard it's zero. But what, about, but what about when influenza came out? I, I don't know, man. That was like so long ago. When was that drop? But it's still when it dropped. When, happened, when did right? that mixtape drop? When did that mixtape drop? Well, well, this is the thing, dude. Like, if you're talking about what could happen, right? Mm. Like, regardless of the severity of it, of it, okay, it turned out to be not as severe as we thought, but what if it turned out to be like the next SARS? It, well, SARS it's, wasn't that it's bad. It's SARS-CoV-2. That's its designation. It yeah. is the next SARS. So, no, what they were saying, like... SARS is a bad example because SARS wasn't actually that bad. What what really? is What is bad like legitimately like Ebola. Th- yes, Ebola. Ebola. Like, Ebola. Um, so like all people can agree that Ebola is actually like fucked because you bleed from every orifice in your body. Like I mean, <sighs> eyes, ears, mouth, nose, <sighs> anus. Thumbs up if you're hard right now, boys. <sighs> Table just went up two inches. Oh yeah, period in every hole. <laughs> Ear periods. <laughs> nose periods. Ass periods. Imagine fucking just like just walking through the day thinking you shit yourself and it's just, oh it's just blood. Yeah, I'd be I'd be quite befuddled by that. I'd be upset, disoriented. Just a bit. Just a bit. Ebola. <clears throat> vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc. 
and some exercise. That's oh, all yeah. you need, boys. That'll keep you safe. You got a shot of zinc the other night, didn't you? Oh, that's an interesting story. Why don't you regale us? We, are, we, we already we, told it. We already <laughs> told it on <laughs> <laughs> last episode. Uh, tune into episode eight for that story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We won't go there again. I'm still recovering from that. Men's multivitamins have most of what you need, boys. Just get that. Um, I've heard the best for that is uh, Ultra or Super Male Vitality from um, Infowars. <laughs> I've heard that's got everything you need. Shout out to my boy, Alex Jones. Alex Jones, the homie. The only man to infiltrate Bohemian Grove for free. He's the janitor of... Hey, you flipped me off. <laughs> you know, he chases that bloke down the street. Come back here. Come back here, coward. <laughs> yeah, you coward. You coward. Yeah. Say what you like. The guy's fucking good at what he does. Fluoride in the water, making the freaking frog gay. 9-11 was an inside job. Is that ground zero? 9-11 was an inside job. Everyone's mourning. Are you okay. serious? 9-11 was an inside job. S- Sandy Hook, all these people are crisis actors. Ladies and gentlemen, Black Hawk helicopters going around. They're coming after me. Find find the lie, boys. Find the lie. I can't do it. <laughs> Tentacle porn. <laughs> I think just the anime that he watched <laughs> that uh, my mate Frank watches is. Uh, I tell I told you I only watch wholesome, cute shit. Um, like like Berserk. <laughs> Have you guys seen that show called A Scanner Darkly? That movie, A Scanner Darkly? Uh, well, think give I've, us a rundown. I think Come. I saw about 30 minutes of it one time when I had about six Red Bull back in 2005. Came out in 2006. 2006. That wait, wait, did been. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what I think was it, it came out in 2006. I don't know. Um, around that time. So, actually, um, Spirit Neo Away was in it. What's his name? Neo, uh, Keanu. <laughs> Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves is in it. I've got a fucking man crush on that dude. Yeah, He's yeah, fucking yeah. Hot. He can shoot everything. Yeah, he can shoot. He can fight. Like yeah. he trains actual jujitsu. Yeah, and three gun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can dodge bullets. I'd fuck him. Um, no homo though. No homo. Spirited Away so, is the shittest anime balls, movie. Balls no, no, no. I love Spirited Away. Don't say that. Nah, bro. It's a shit movie. What are you talking about? It's a fucking trash movie. Bro, there's no, there's like, fuck all tentacles. There's not that much tentacles. Like, there's no one getting shot up and beheaded. Like, that is a poor excuse for anime. There's no big battle robots. Like, you know what I mean? True. Charles Evangelion. Um, Evangelion. But, hey, the last 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 movie of that of the remake series it just got released. Did you guys know that? No, I've got to get those sure off if, here. I'm not sure if it's... Uh, like, obviously, I've got to get those off you because uh, you paid for those, didn't you? you certainly. You, Yes, certainly. So the versions that you paid for. Yeah, those. those we'd, anyway. we'd never download anything illegally. Well, that would be illegal, wouldn't it? Yeah, we wouldn't do that. We're all law-abiding citizens, as my ASIO watch agent will attest to. Alex Jones is in a scanner darkly. So let you guys know that. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was going with that. But. <laughs> that's where he's going. Yep. Famous, famous animated movie from, from the early 2000s. Great film. Americans can't animate for shit. So, so those that are thinking about starting jujitsu, um, or maybe you know they thought, okay, what's what's like random things that like you've seen now that you've started jujitsu and you've gotten from it? Yeah, yeah. What's it like starting jujitsu, and what can you tell those people uh, who are thinking about starting it? May not be sure, maybe a bit scared. It's, uh, it, it was a bit of, I guess it would be a bit of a different experience for you because like you'd come and hang out socially with me and like everyone I hang out with, you already knew. Mm. Like when you came to the gym, I mean. Yeah, so 
Like, was it still intimidating walking into the gym? Uh, uh, I think I've explained this to you before, and I don't, I really don't mean this in a fucking, in a wanky fashion, but I I very rarely feel intimidated going anywhere. It's uh, because he's a weapon. Where'd you find that? It's it's not that I'm a weapon. It's just that I'm, I'm so human weapon. I'm so blase about danger that it really, that like, even if I'm in patently dangerous situations, it just doesn't register to me. It's, it's probably, I don't know, some psychiatrist will probably diagnose me with something, but I just don't feel scared about this sort of stuff. It's called autism. Well, yeah, funny you should fu- mention funny that, that. Because the impression that I got of jiu-jitsu was that this is the most autistic sport that I've ever had the pleasure of engaging in. And I've played some fucking autistic <laughs> sports. <laughs> Badminton, table tennis. Uh, European fencing, Olympic fencing. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, extremely autistic sport with a, a, a lot of big egos in it. Uh, it's it's incredibly technical and it's an extremely enjoyable, Hooray. extremely enjoyable sport. However, the people in that sport are absolutely insufferable, and the the rates of tolerable people to insufferable people is like three to five and i'm aware that that doesn't add so up like for what's every five people there's three wankers what's the beer no, to neck ratio uh, for so every for every three tolerable people there's like five absolutely infuriating autists give it give us some like absolute autist stories about that before we get into the jiu-jitsu <laughs> there's this one guy guy from hong kong he's on exchange in sydney right young <laughs> young, lad, good, young lad good. about hong 16 kong. He just does not get that nobody wants to fucking play with him because he fucking hurts people. This is a sport where everything's supposed to be feather light because you shouldn't be overcommitting. And so every every attack you well, make... Well, you, you are like fucking around with blades, well, literal blades. Yeah, I mean, you can't cut anyone with them, but yeah, they but are can, made of you, steel. You can stab someone in the fucking face. You've got a mask on, but they are made of steel, right? And they do fucking hurt. And you're not supposed to be hurting people, right? Because... It's well, but some part of the game. Are you supposed to just like pretty much slap them with the tip of it? Like well, yeah, you touch them. Cooper's really good with that, yeah. slapping them with the tip, <laughs> just the tip, <laughs> just the tip, boys. <laughs> so tip my asshole. I, I, the school of fencing that I was in was I, I was learning epee, which means there's epee. there's a small button at the end of the of the end of the tool that you use, the sword simulator that you use. And you just press it against your opponent, and it's only got to travel like five mil. You know? the, the little, the little like tic tac at the end. Yeah, yeah. You've yeah. only got to press it down. I think only so, three millimeters. So you can't press slap, it. Down. You can't slap someone with the middle of the blade. No, not, 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 not the school that I was in. So if you if you're doing saber, yeah, you want to slash. But uh, with with epee, you want to stab. So you only you only have to press the button three mil, and you get your point. This guy is acting like he's got a jump through a brick wall in order to get to you. And he just doesn't understand that the half-hour club is female and they don't want to fucking leave the day with massive bruises on their arm. You killed my father. You bring greatest dishonor to family. We try to talk to this cunt about it. And he goes, I'm like, how would you describe the way that you play this game? And he's like, oh, yes, very neat, you know, very nice, very precise. Very good. Mate, you're the most reckless person here. Fucking wake up to yourself. I am not reckless. You are reckless. (laughs) 
You are the problem, it's, sir. It's then the, then it, who is reckless? And this is this is their you are, you are gay. This is their oh, this is his fucking attitude. Is that there's nothing wrong with him. The problem is with everybody else, and it's so common in that sport. The problem with is with everyone else. If I lose a match, it's because he's bad. As though that fucking makes any sense whatsoever. Sounds like most online games. It's like it, it reminds me a lot of Counter Strike. You get the or kind like of you get the kind of fucking autistic reactions from people as you would in Counter Strike. So coming into Jiu Jitsu is extremely refreshing because well, one of the things that you have to agree to do to join the club is to leave your ego at the door, right? That's in the contract. You all read the contract, right? Yeah. Uh, females at the gym don't. Apparently. Uh, they don't read the contract. Side, side story. We'll get into that we'll, shortly. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. Um, but the I found that a lot of people, at least verbally, do not project any sort of egotism or sense of superiority to one another because ultimately... That's what the rankings there for, right? You've got a purple belt. You don't have to brag. You've got a purple belt. You know everybody knows what you're capable of. You've got a black belt. People come to you for advice because you've got a black belt. They want you to teach shit. You teach. You instruct the class. This sort of thing. Is there a, is there a ranking system in fencing? Uh, n- not in the same sense that the as there not is. like a belted system. Yeah, there's not a belt. I'm not talking about a numeral system like you scored this many points over. A competition period you're ranked this i mean like a belt system that's the only kind of ranking there is there's only the competition ranking so you, you know you won the most tournaments so you have x amount of points per win so you're at the top this sort of thing so there's no there's no ranking beyond that so people try to work it out amongst themselves but because there's nothing visual there's no belt there's no it's just like okay that guy won the last tournament or that guy's roughly around my level or if you're one of those egoistic people I'm better than everybody else. They just don't know it. <laughs> a belted system sounds like my ass after my dad's had too many drinks. <laughs> Going down that rabbit hole, boys. Oh, no. No, daddy, no. The other thing is that the personalities in jiu-jitsu, I think I mentioned this before, very high concentration of autistic nerds there as well. But of a of a more pleasant kind, because I think everybody gets their sort of any bad behavior is like beaten out of them. Yeah, like uh, the the gentleman, the gentleman that was uh, whispering into girls' ears. Ah, ah, uh, yes, yeah. there, there was the gentleman that was whispering in girls' ears. Well, if for our listeners that don't know, like jujitsu is very intimate, so there's a lot of like. I'd say your, your bodies are very close to each other. Yeah, and some of the positions, if you didn't know what was going on, it it, w- it would be sexual. You would. It, it can be casually observed to be gay cuddling in pajamas, Japanese pajamas. Mm. Um, there was a gentleman at one of the gyms uh, who would whisper in girls' ears weird shit while and, wrestling. While wrestling, and then um, he'd he'd beat them up too. Yeah, he hurt a few of them. Like they started crying and shit. And um, one of the girls had the good on her. I don't know which one it was, but she had the balls to come up and say to one of the more senior girls, the hey, ovaries. This, yeah, she had the ovaries. Um, she came forward and said to one of the more senior girls, hey, like this guy's like really hurting people. And he whispered like, he actually whispered like your place or mine after a wrestle to this girl. So that's fucked. Yeah, I know. And then she... She came, the more senior girl who's like in our group came to us and then we just, uh, t- 
to this day, he's pretty much on a kill list. Like any anyone that knows who he is that rolls with him fucking belts him. Just like pretty much got to belt him until he fucking leaves. Beware the blue belt mafia. That's my that's my PSA to all new white belts. Beware the blue belt mafia. I'll come for you. They'll get you. Don't don't step out of line. I mean, not that it's hard to step out of line. I've I've found the gym culture to be very forgiving, especially towards new people. I think particularly in the gym that we're at, that a lot of people uh, are trying to encourage new members, which is kind of reflective in the recent attendance numbers, I think. It's like 100 people a session Sundays. Is it that, is it that pack now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I love that gym, but I'm glad I'm not there during those afternoons. Too many people, man. It does get unpleasant in there when the air in conditioning the, is it, on. It reminds me of the old gym. Remember how packed the old gym used to get? Yeah. But the vibes were sick. Yeah, yeah, fuck. You know what's, the, you know what's the, the best part about the old gym? There was fucking windows there. There's no windows at the new gym. And the problem is he doesn't want to use uh, the aircon. Mm. And it's fucking cooking in that place. There's no windows. There's no airflow. It's like trying to breathe in there during summer is like hell. It's like a sauna. Mm. Yeah. And if someone farts. Oh, it just stays there. It just yeah, fucking yeah. stays there. I love that shit. <laughs> well it is shit particles in the air so that's it man methane so yeah continue about your um your little experience of jiu-jitsu so far yeah so i've i've found most people to be rather pleasant there's a couple of new people white belts that think they're in the ufc and uh need to wrench your arm like they're in the ufc um i hope those people uh calm down very soon are they are they generally younger more athletic uh, no young men tend to be rather reckless in my experience so i i, I don't want to put, name any names but i was on the receiving end of one of these ufc hopefuls and uh You're on this receiving end of a rough man <laughs> we're just there to learn boys there's no need to fucking break my arm um but or my ass good <laughs> break it off in my ass <laughs> good on him for um doing the technique correctly um just, just be careful, boys. For all of you who are new and are joining, don't be afraid of coming along and getting into it because it's lots of fun. And honestly, you, you're very, as long as the people that you're wrestling with are sane individuals, you're very unlikely to be injured. It's, it's not the kind of thing where things happen accidentally. It's very hard to accidentally hurt someone or yourself in this sport. That said... Lots of young guys who are very strong because they're young men uh, and are excited to be doing martial arts and gaining skills and, you know, maybe they have dreams of fighting professionally. Uh, If you're an older person or you're a younger woman, perhaps it is not in your best interest to roll with those people in particular because you may be putting yourself at risk when you don't need to. That's okay. They're young men. They'll forget that you rejected them very quickly. Just go do something else. Go roll with someone else. You don't just don't put yourself at risk. There's no need to. I think Jocko says something similar to that as well. You know, be careful with who you choose to roll with. Good advice. De- yeah, I think um, I think Joe Rogan said that. Like he's like very careful because like, well, he's got. A, I mean, he's fucking Joe Rogan. No, no, but he's older and like he's like when new white because white new white belts are just like look at him and they know who he is. They're like, I started jujitsu because that, of you. That's it. And like. They want to roll with him, and he's like, "Nah, man, they nah." Yeah. He's like, "Nah, I'm good." Like, I, he he's like an old man now. He's like, "I can't afford to," because like, if you injure me, I, I'm out for months. Mm. Well, I remember starting when I started. I was 22, um, 
and for my weight, I you, was don't pretty, look, you don't look a day over 22. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that. Um, and I was pretty strong for my weight. Like I was quite, quite stringy young man. I would have been around, what, 75 kilos or something like that. And um, I found myself like, I was like, oh, shit, I'm actually pretty good at this. And a lot of my early excess came from just raw strength and athleticism. But I didn't feel as if I was doing anything dangerous. Um, but looking back now, you know, I was probably a little bit reckless. I was like, going for shit like, that I didn't know what I was like doing. Like ultra explosive sort of thing. Yeah, I would explode out of everything. I would fight out of most of these submissions. I would go for like... I mean, my favorite thing still to this day is Heel cranks. Hooks. No, no. Oh, yeah. Well, fuck, fuck, fuck. Don't worry about Angus, man. <laughs> he's not. He's not here right now. All right. He's got two legs. Um, I love my neck cranks. Ah, uh, and they're not yeah, nice. They're not yeah, nice. they're not nice. Actually, I remember I rolled with a white belt um, not long ago. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Yeah, no, yeah. No. Chinese fellow, and um, probably had two stripes on him. And I got him in mount and I thought I was, I didn't think I was being that much of a cunt, but AP told me that I was, mm. um, I'm not going to go any further. I said AP, all right. If you know who AP is, you know who he is. If you don't, great. Um, yeah, I was on top of him in mount and then, so on mount, right? So mount is when you're sitting on top of the dude past his legs. So he's sort of sitting on his stomach. And his head is like a foot away from your balls, right? Is that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. your feet are above his hips. They're pretty much, and your your knees are pretty much under his armpits. I'm straddling him like a horse, and he's laying down, and yeah. I'm on his stomach. Yeah. So I'm I'm applying top pressure because I don't want this guy to get up. And I'm like, all right, I got to finish this dude. So I'm going for a cross collar choke. So I grab the material around his right shoulder and I reach around to grab the material around his left shoulder and I'm I'm trying to like cross my arms together around and like curl his neck your wrists and tighten the gay material our uniform around his neck to I cut off the blood circulation mm. just hold that thought um oh you know go continue yeah so I didn't I didn't get around to finishing it he was defending pretty well so I just kind of smothered him and I, what I did, there's a really good one where you smother someone so their face is in your chest and then you put your forearm under their neck so their face and nose is on your chest and you're squishing them and your, your forearm's under their neck and you just roll forward mm. and it fucks their neck up. Yeah, that's not great. That's yeah. quite... Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, my mate Tim did that to me when I was 18 and it fucking killed me. That was the first experience I ever had in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So I knew that... I knew that Okay, if I'm heavier than someone, I can always make that work. <laughs> and I did it to this poor bloke. And he was oh fucked. And then AP's like, you can't do that, man. He's like, did you, did you hear his neck crack and pop? He was like really fucked up afterwards. And I'm like, of course he was. Because in MMA, like against experienced dudes, like I would do that shit. You know of what course. I mean? Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, fuck, this guy's a fucking white belt. He's, he's a casual, bro. Yeah. He's <laughs> like 42. You know what I mean? He's probably just come back from work. He's probably just like trying to get a bit fit and you're just like, I'm going to fucking end this cunt. I'm just going to kill him. Yeah. Well, I guess there's a pain threshold mm. that I feel like I'm able to tolerate and apply where it doesn't bother yeah, me. Yeah. Like, that's I, like you're I, pushing your standards onto yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, if you're putting me in a crank, um, the physical pain might be really high but I can tolerate it. Mm. Like I know. Okay. Like, I know, as, are I know, you like me? Like if... 
like if I'm in a lot of pain, but I know something's not going to break, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to tap. I'm, I'm not going to tap. I'm sweet. Like yeah. people on people the jaw. Who, on, yeah, like, yeah. You know like, what I mean? Of people, unless like something's going to break, I'm not going to tap. Yeah, I'm generally sweet. And most people at like, most people that have been doing it for like, you know, four to six years, they develop that. Yeah, it's they're like, they're just stubborn. They're stubborn. Yeah, yeah. like, you're but it's sweet. good. It's good because like some people. You get, and you feel a bit ripped off by this. Like you get the mm. choke just to where you're about to p- apply it and they just start tapping and you're like, what? It's, a, like, it's a it's a fear thing. Yeah. It's yeah, an yeah. experience thing. Yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah. It's definitely that. Yeah. But like as soon as you go to apply it, because a lot of chokes, like the one of the things I find the most is like maybe, this is a perfect example, like a north-south choke. Fuck, I want to get back into jiu-jitsu so bad. <laughs> like a north-south choke. Like if someone just taps straight away because they like freak out, you're like, hey, was that on? And they're like, oh, nah, I just wasn't getting out of it. And I'm like, well, to- well I'm not going to get better because of that. To be fair, north-south is a really, really terrifying position, yeah, especially definitely. if the person it- that's north is James. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, okay, it's basically like right. it's Diet Coke 69 for those who don't know. Yeah, it's, would um, you want would you want to be sniffing James's nuts? They're freshly shaven today, bro. So like, bro, sick. Mm. Like, if you want to sniff them, let me know. Hit up hit up the OnlyFans. <laughs> High octane OnlyFans. <laughs> Smell vision coming soon. <laughs> Just gonna rub my balls in the mic. Yeah, there was a few things like that that um uh like I applied too much force. Um and I got in trouble for it because I, I I've never been a violent person. So like when you when I actually hurt people, I feel really bad about it. That's a good thing, though. You know what? Yeah. I feel the same way. Like I feel terrible. I, I part of the reason why I liked uh, Olympic fencing is that it's very much a sword fight, um, but it's just one where everybody goes home and nobody's injured afterwards, which is really fun. So I really like fighting. I absolutely hate injuring or hurting people. And jujitsu is kind of interesting because it's that pain is kind of a requirement in the game because you're not going to tap if you're not in pain or struggling to breathe, right? So that, that's been an interesting adjustment for me to get used to the idea that I'm deliberately going to cause someone pain today four times a week. Um, Depends who it is <laughs> for me. Man, I found um, I've, I've lost about 15 kilos, yeah? Yeah, you look jacked as fuck, bro. I'm just shredded. Thanks, bro. I'll do, I'll do a touch test now. Oh, calipers, he's pretty calipers. firm. He's That's pretty it, firm, boys. It. You should see my penis. <laughs> yeah, cock's huge as well. It's got a six pack. That's it, man. Six pack of VB. Um, For hard and thirst. My cock's drinking tonight by itself. Shoutouts to VB, great Australian company. Vietnamese beer, vaginal backwash. <laughs> um, fuck. I was, we we're talking about hurting people, right? Yep. Um Don't like hurting people. Apply too much force. Asian 41-year-old white belts. Fuck, where was I getting with this? Oh, losing weight, right? Mm. I found that I hurt a lot more people when I was a lot bigger. Yeah. Because I was less able to control like my own force production. Yeah, that's why. So, when I... I had a lot more padding too, so I just didn't give a fuck. There's a lot of mass there, right? Yeah, so when I I wrestle with women, I'm I'm very aware of my weight advantage. Like, because I know that if I start doing reckless shit and throwing my weight around, I, they're probably going to catch like a leg here or there. He's a big chungus. Absolute chungus. He is a big chungus. Yeah. Um. So, like, they might catch like 
an elbow or a knee like for if I'm doing that to like another guy my size they're like oh shit and then I'm like oh sorry bro but like if I do that to a female they'll probably be like crying crying and like in pain and shit like that Mm. once I punched a female right in the fucking face did it feel good was it your wife did it feel good I only slapped my wife oh Billy Bankstown shout out Grill Masters Green Acre Um, I was sparring with a mate uh, so we used to train together Me, my close friend at the time um, He's not and a training close partner. now? Oh, I don't see him as much You know what I mean But he's yeah. still my mate, you know Like um, one of my close training partners And his missus at the time Oh, oh no, 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 no She's a, She was like a She's a boxer, right? So we're all training And she's a midget Like it's like you know who you are like you really so you it. you were uber cubes no 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 I, i'm like 80 kilos like lanky at this time T- trt cubes no nah, no nah, i'm like lanky i'm lanky at this time but still like i'm i'm moving around with a girl who's like 50 kilos five foot two. Oh, i mean sounds like my type <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> she was a really good boxer so we used to go and train in the park like we all trained together you know like um and I was moving around with this girl and she was really fucking good, man. Like, so I'm like a rangy kind of fighter. So when someone gets really close to me... Do you start freaking out? Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Mm. I mean, now I'm, now I'm better. Like I worked my inside boxing a bit more, yeah. but uh, I didn't like it. Like I like to stay. And she's fucking coming in like Tyson, super pressure. I can't get away from her. And I'm just like, fuck this. And she comes in, I'm like, Bang. Like cross, I think it was an uppercut, like straight to the chin. Oh, and then, yeah. Did and it then, like shake her head? Like she was like, boom. She took it really well, and then I was like, I felt instantly. I felt fucking terrible. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna do this anymore, eh? Like, even, and I didn't even try to hit her hard, right? It was just right. Mm. It was like she bobbed down just as you were coming up, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, one of those like, ones. Just well, hate it. it. No, no. Well, she's coming in, and so bang, and I'm just like. Okay, well, like, why the fuck am I spying a fucking five but, foot two, fifty kilo? But girl? you know what? She probably like just because of the rates of like women in combat sport, she probably struggles to find sparring partners. That's that's true. That fucks people up still you, to this day. She's a champ. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. but like one of the th- one of the examples I can think of is this girl came up to me, because um, like uh, like there's people there's people who in the gym. Who have no off button, like the way they roll with the way they roll with like a high level person versus the way they roll with a day one, day two white belt is exactly the same. Like it's the same level of intensity. There's people like that. So I'm not I'm not one of those people. And this girl came up to me in the gym and she's like, Hey, like this was on Saturday. She's like, Hey, do you want to roll? And then I looked around, like, not to be slack to her. But she like felt comfortable coming up to asking me to roll. But I actually looked around the gym because I didn't want to take her off like the market because once I take her, it creates an imbalance because there, there might be another female out there who needs a rolling partner. I don't want to take her off the market. I don't want to. She was only worth three camel and two cow. That is it. Yes, um, but I got her for one sheep. Eh, very good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I looked around and I was like, oh, actually, do you want to go with her? Because like, if I take you, then she's got no one. She's that, that, that other girl's got no one. So yeah, that's, that's what I kind of think of it. Like what she probably, great guy. 
tune in for another episode of Hey, my name's James, and I'm, I'm a I res- dude. I, res- I respect. I respect women. women all day, every day. This is the Respect Women's Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> episode three featuring James. There's a there's a quite a skilled MMA female in our gym, isn't there? That's her. Yeah. She's the one that came to try and roll with uh, me. Right. Yeah. yeah. I also had the pleasure of engaging with her in jiu-jitsu um easiest role of my life and i say that un- <laughs> and i say that un- she, trained it, she trained her whole life and you're like yeah she's fucking easy I'm, I, yeah, I, but you've I, got that fencing background dude that, yeah that this, clearly helped this, me on my back or whatever no this man this man has thick thighs it, the, the size and the weight advantage just makes it no contest she i mean no she's only contest. a white belt she's only a white belt herself She's only a white belt herself in jiu-jitsu. I don't know what her other accolades are. Ah, uh, she's a white belt. Yeah, way, yeah she's a white belt. Bro, purple belt wouldn't happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, right? but the problem wouldn't happen. The at problem this is early skills at this early skill level. Uh, yeah. The weight and the strength advantage is so so much of a factor, and that's why I'm saying if you're an older 42 year old Chinese guy, maybe the huge 22 year old bloke who's on trend isn't the guy that you want to wrestle with. So just be We're careful. Make it, bro. <laughs> We're, We're gonna, gonna make it, bro. We're all gonna Ignore make it, bro. We're all gonna ignore my back knee. Shout out to my boys at Fit. We're all gonna make it. Shout out to small testicles, back knee, and no hair. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Got to do whatever it fucking takes. Shout out to those girls with the trend clit. <laughs> oh yeah, so you got to fucking clit. do whatever it takes. If that means you're a Varby, then you got to be a Varby. I'm turning my clit into a penis. I'm gonna win. <laughs> So if you're one of those, if you're new and you're an older guy or you're a female, just be careful about who you're rolling with because those young lads, they will go 100% and it doesn't matter there's what a, time of day it is. Yeah, well, they, they haven't been injured yet too. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and had that like weeks and months that you've got to like be out. Bro, I forgot what it was like to not worry about injuries. Right. From from 22 to 25, I didn't get injured once. No. And oh, I, thought, yes. I was like, I was like, hey, I'm that special guy that's never going to get injured because everyone's <laughs> t- t- saying, hey, watch out, you'll injure yourself. Okay. And I'm fine. I've got a story for that as well. Yeah, go on. So like, look at me now. I, yeah, like when I started training, I think I was like 23 to 25, I was absolutely fine. I hit 25. It was like a few weeks after my 25th birthday. Bang, did did my shoulder. All right, uh, found out I had like a slight separation in my shoulder. Damn, that's like two months out. Come back, bang, did my ankle. That's another two months. And then I was like, holy shit. I was like, this is like what can happen. This, sort is, of thing. Ha- this is how it happens. Well, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you take the time off and you come back with the same intensity. Mm, yeah. Like something's compensating for that lack of range of motion or strength. And then, well, that thing's going to go now. Yeah. Now, what James just says make it sound like I was lying when I said this is a sport where you're not going to get injured. It still is very safe comparatively to other sports. Oh, when you compare it to like rugby or something like that. Rugby where you just like get CTE and then like die when you're 60. Yeah, fucking oath. It's not even that. Like um, these got like fucking CTE. Yeah, I like I feel bad for like all these all these kids that like want to be like rugby players, but they don't know that's like you know the average the fucking average lifespan of a professional rugby player is like two and a half years. That's it. The mm. Average lifespan. No, 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 lifespan. Uh, career, well, career. Are you watching rugby? Fuck preschool. <laughs> 
that's time in the professional league. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's not that long because, like, people get caught at catastrophic knee injuries, shoulder injuries, and they're, like, out, out. Soccer, soccer's a little bit better than rugby, but it's the same same sort of story. ACLs, you're gonna bleed, basketball, gonna, yeah, gonna bleed your legs. What, what's you know, what's the injury with okay. basketball? Knees. I used to love basketball. Knees. Look, guys, if you haven't if you haven't gotten there yet, and look, this podcast is going to come out in like seven weeks. So if you yeah, from the time of recording till now, it's about two months. So you're going to hear it, but by then, knees over toes guy on YouTube is probably going to be really fucking big. So this guy knees over toes on YouTube. Watch that guy if you haven't already. If you're in any sort of sport, knees over toes guy. He'll teach you how to bulletproof your knees, your ankles, your shoulders. Fucking unbelievable shit, man. Unbelievable shit. Shout out to knees over toes guy. Um, but all that sort of stuff, like this guy, like this comes from basketball, rugby, jujitsu. Um, a lot of what happens, especially in youth. If you look at kids now, like the rate of injury in these sports from like fucking 12 to 15 year olds is like three times higher than it used to be. And it's not because you think, oh, they're sedentary and all that. No, it's because they're actually getting a lot stronger. So they're getting bigger, quicker and more then like more, more mass to but get injured sort of thing. They're lacking mobility and more importantly, they're lacking the ability to decelerate and change direction. Mm. So I know a girl, um, young girl, elite basketball player, 17, um, extremely powerful, man. You should see her on the court. Unbelievable, just fast, powerful, dominating. You know what I mean? Natural natural strength athlete. Um, she did her knee and- What tribe is she from? Um, Sunni. Um, yeah, so much power, but- doesn't understand where to plant your foot, how to change direction, how to slow down. And then look, something's got to go with that much velocity. You know, these sports like rugby, basketball, soccer. Yeah. Mm. Where you're going zero to a hundred very yeah. quickly. So like these kids, man, and I'm so glad I'm working with them now. You're working with them too. Am I? I don't know. Well, fuck man. Like if these kids get injured when they're like 16, 17, 18, it's the worst shit ever. Mm. I thought it was you know? good then. Cause like their bones are very malleable and stuff. Yeah, but their ligaments aren't. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, bone, n- there's bone? never a good time to ha- lose a ligament or a tendon, right? It's yeah, bone always is bad. whatever. A, b- you, a bone will heal better and a bone will heal back nice and strong in eight weeks and it'll be fine. Yeah. But ligament and tendons. Look, tendon, tendon, tendies? a bit less. Yeah. I like tendies. Chicken but, tendons. But ligament, man. Chicken tendons. Like that's your ligament, right? Yeah. That rubber band that you're holding. You know, even if you overstretch it, it's never going to really return to that elasticity that yeah had. yeah and then like I've, i don't have a ligament in this ankle right so what well this so i lost i'm standing up right now everyone my atfl so this ligament here i lost it because i was wrestling with angus oh no and ulla was watching oh. so i couldn't lose right i yeah. had him in this terrible position i was trying to throw him it, it wasn't going to work I had him here, I had him, and I was going to throw him like that. This was like two days after drinking over Christmas, by <laughs> so the way. So, you dehydrated. So, my body was fucked. fucked. Yeah. And I'm standing there, I'm about to throw him, and then snap. So, I snapped it so bad laterally uh, yeah. that I damaged here because this part hit my ankle bone. You gave yourself an esteemer lock. What's an esteemer lock again? Blade of the foot here and the stomach. Yes, yes, yes. Um, anyway, so I don't have that ligament anymore. So... 
So what does that? How so, does that affect you? Okay. So if I if I step and if I lose balance here, my ligament can't catch me. Oh, was that real? That was real. So my ligament, yeah, can't catch me now. I I, I can't go back unless I change foot position. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless yeah, yeah. I'm contracted. See, now my muscles are working. I'm sweet, right? Yeah. But over here, like if I go... So your ankle so will just right give now, out look, if you lean on it. Yeah, because look, so right now I'm not using any contraction. I'm sweet, right? Look, oh, see how my oh. ankle did that? That's what ligaments do. Mm. Yeah, do it again. So on the good side, please. here on the good side, here I'm leaning over. If I fall, I'm sweet because everything's like elastically connected. Oh, There's so no we, contraction going on. Yeah, there. I, I get you. Yeah. So right now over here, right, I'm missing an elastic band. So if I go over, see how I just fall? There's nothing to bring me back. Yeah, I get you. So once you lose that, yeah, you can build up all the muscle tissue. To um, like help compensate for it, but it's not the same. And, and which is one of my theories, like a lot of older fighters are a lot, a lot more dense and muscle bound. Like you yeah. see the younger fighters are so athletic, so explosive, but they're quite stringy because they can afford to use their tendons and ligaments a bit more. But the guys that have injured themselves so much, they have to use muscle to compensate. Yeah. So they kind of have to build that muscle mass. Yeah. Well, that's kind of, that's kind of what I wanted, generally speaking, out of um, weightlifting. Unlike a lot of people... Um, I never cared about aesthetics because I honestly do not give a fuck what random people on the street think, which is why I walk around naked. Especially so stick a tattoo on my chest. <laughs> that's, that's a joke for those people listening. That's another strike on YouTube. Um, no, I, I generally don't care what people think about me. It's, it's, it's just not important to me what people who I don't know, what their opinion of it is of me. It's just... I don't see why anybody would care. I need to learn something from that man. I'm I'm really bad with shit like that, dude. You care what people think. I'm super self conscious. Yeah. So so. But why though? You're a sexy. You're a sexy dude. No homo. I guess I'm. I guess with my job, I'm in. I'm in like. like I've got to be. Uh, yeah, that's a true. Lot of people. I've got to be like the head dude that everyone comes to. That's I've good. Got to look presentable. I've yeah. got to Look fit. I understand. I've got to be a role model to like kids. I and get shit. it. I'm in. I'm in sales. So like, how I look directly affects whether or not I get income this year. So I understand what you're saying, but I just, for random people on the street, I don't really care. So it, 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 there's no compulsion in me to look a particular way for other people's benefit. For me, it was always about being stronger and not being injured because I'm not fucking 22 anymore either. And so some random accident happens, right? And I get balled over and I land on my arm. Am I going to break my arm today? Well, I'd like the answer to that question to be no, right? And I'd fucking like to not fall over at all. And so the solution to that is to be stronger. Have more muscle on me, have more meat on me, but at the same time not be so unwieldy that it starts to work against you. Because there is diminishing returns like with anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like when you get bodybuilder big like... Well, Ronnie Coleman, right? Look at that fucking guy. What what, what happened to him? His no, spine just, gave out, no, didn't no. it? Well, he just loved lifting heavy and he just didn't know when to pull back. Yeah, two two ton, 2,000 pounds on leg press, that guy. Imagine mm. taking that tra- trip to Snap City. What what happened to him? Was Wait, it his spine? And his spine's fucked. Um, but that's the thing. If you lift heavy, you're going to look good. Well, it's a side effect, right? But that's never the goal for me. There's a lot of, particularly in certain fitness communities which i won't name fit uh you there's a lot of emphasis on looking a particular way that's 
I wouldn't pursue that. I would acquire say, better aesthetics. Yeah, acquire aesthetics. No, I don't agree. Acquire strength, and you'll get aesthetics as a side effect mm. if that matters to you. But fucking, you can't take like you, aesthetics is like I don't know. I I think it's kind of pointless because why would I do something for someone else for free? That makes you a janny. You, you should explain to people what a janny is. A janny is uh, a sad, empathetic, overweight individual living in his mother's home in the basement and he cleans up shit on the internet and he does it for an annual salary package of $0.00 American before tax per annum. I love tax. (laughs) Oh, fuck off. How good is tax? I, You know what? James was at Mardi Gras the other week. And I'm sure he can tell you about okay. how much he loves seeing the parade. Uh, no, not this year. Seeing not his this tax year. dollars those beautiful, at work. Well, what color are your eyes, James? For What's the up? audience, green. Those beautiful green eyes. Yeah, slat so, Chinese tang. What, I um, I went to I went to Mardi Gras. Um, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. One. Gras. 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 I think in French it's Fat Tuesday. Don't don't quote me on that. I think yeah. that's what it is. But it's um, it's really interesting because um. We had we had Mardi Gras and they um, hired out an entire stadium for it, and I was like, you know, with COVID and everything going on, I was like, this is this is really weird. Like, who has the money to hire out an entire stadium? Like, uh, get Rita Ora to fly in overseas, do two weeks of quarantine, and then come and perform at Mardi Gras. Who's got the money for this? And then can't think of many people locally. Not can't think of many individuals locally who would yeah. be willing to throw away their cash like that. However, it's not a government thing, is it? Okay, so that's a good question. That's, a, that's uh, funny you bring that up, Cooper, my friend. So, what it says on some of the, the several websites, it's actually quite hard to find this. Um, to find this online, though, it says that Mardi Gras is receives limited funding from the Australian government. I'd love to know what that number is. Limited. That's, limited. That's not... A, a, it's very subjective It's been a wording. long time since I've done algebra, but I don't remember limited being a stand-in for any particular well, number. You know, I mean, those parking fines have to pay for something. E- exactly. And the speeding cameras need to pay for something. Mm. That's it, yeah. yeah. GST as well. GST. Um, income tax. What, what do you think about That's income it. tax? Well... My memory is a little bit hazy, but I do recall certain government officials stating that it would be a temporary wartime measure in order to pay for the troops that we were sending overseas to die at Gallipoli. Now, is that where it originated? I, so I'm I'm not really great at math, and I'll be the first to admit that. But I think that was quite a few years ago, Gallipoli. 1918 to 1920. So, mm, mm. That's, so that, when, that's when World War I was. Yeah, that's, that was a long time ago. A long time ago. So when somebody says temporary wartime measure... That was based off that show Blackadder, wasn't it? What? <laughs> Sorry. <go on>. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> So that was that. That war ended quite some time ago, and we entered a state of f- peace officially with with Turkey 
which we were fighting for some reason. Still, they make such good kebabs. Still, why? Still, no idea why why we were fighting for the British in Turkey. What did the Turks have to do with the assassination of the Archduke? I'm not sure. The Archduke Ferdinand of Austria. Mm. Yeah, by a Serbian. Mm. So some Serbian killed an Austrian, mm. and then Australian troops had to be sent overseas to die to Turks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Riddle, riddle me that, Batman. Yeah, I think it has to do with the British government's continued meddling in the Middle East at the behest of a certain group of tiny-headed individuals. But at the risk of a U2 strike, we'll just move on. So that was quite a long time ago. And, and I don't think that there's any... Australian soldiers being conscripted at the moment. So exactly why are we still paying income tax when it was supposed to be a temporary wartime measure? So look, on the other hand, like we've got a pretty good welfare system, right? Compared to a lot of other countries. That depends who you ask. And yeah. I mean, what what makes what makes it good? Like, well, is, like is it supports, good in the fact the that supports pe- there if you need it? But is it good in the fact that People from third world countries just come here because they know they're going to get a handout. But they don't get Centrelink, do they? And to study, they have to pay fucking shitloads of money. Again, it depends who we're talking about. So, uh, I mean, we can look at specific instances like when the like Lebanese... The, the Syrian, Syrian refugee crisis. I was going to talk about the Lebanese... Uh, immigrants after the Lebanese civil war, for yep. example. They were all resettled here at taxpayers' expense. So they, they, they got. I mean, for lack of a better word, handouts. Now, is Lebos. it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Now, uh, again, we, well, we've got Bankstown now. I, so. I'm not really great at geography, but if these are refugees, then they have to go to the nearest uh, safe country, right? That's what the UN Charter requires. I don't think that Lebanon is the closest safe country between. Here in Australia, I don't think Australia is the safest I th- I think, nearest country. I think Israel is. I think it's Israel. I'm pretty sure it's Israel. That's right next door, right? And they they're a good country, right? And I know that because America gives them billions of dollars every year to defend themselves. <laughs> so they of, must of their taxpayer money. So, so they must be they must be a good country, right? They must be a wealthy country. And they must be signatories to all sorts of UN conventions like the Biological Weapons Prohibition, for example, right? Just, just, I'm a, sure. just a weird one. They were working on the coronavirus um, vaccine way before it even came out. That's It was by, by chance. That sounds like an anti-Semitic no, not conspiracy me. Not me. me. Not they, me. They're 3D printed foreskins as well. <laughs> that's the truth. You didn't know that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't, that's, I didn't that's know real. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else? For what purpose? What else they're going to print? (laughs) Well, I mean, supply and demand. They've got a demand for it. Yeah, no one has one. Yeah, over there. My dick hat's been bitten off. So, so I mean, spat in the bin. I mean, that's just an example, right? Like, why? That's that's a good question in and of itself. Why Australia for these Lebanese refugees, right, fleeing the civil war? Yeah, okay, Australia is a safe country. Fucking oath it is. If you're not a bikey and you're not a drug dealer and you're not a cop, you're probably not going to get hurt in Sydney or, or Brisbane or Melbourne or Perth for that matter. 
where nothing happens ever. Or Aboriginal. Well, that's more Alice Springs. Darwin. Darwin. Yeah, like if, you, if, you, if you're not... A child if you're in Tasmania. If you're just a bloke in fucking Sydney, you're probably fine, right? So, yeah, okay, it's a safe country, but why the fuck did they go through all of Asia, all of Africa, and then come to Australia? It's not exactly easy to get to. It's not just around the fucking corner, right? It's down under. So, it's curious that... I mean, they're here now. I don't... Yeah, whatever. I don't care. No. <laughs> like, fucking... doesn't make a difference to me, right? That there's Lebanese here people or not. It's just curious to me that they're here at all. And who paid for that? Well, probably me. Probably my tax dollars. I mean, this was a while ago that they came. You've been around for a long time. I haven't been around that long. But... It's it's still a curious question. Why here? But yeah, one we didn't, we didn't have enough kebabs. I think is what it was. <laughs> There's a shortage of kebabs. Yeah. Not a shortage of kebabs and explosives. And pff, I didn't say that. But vine leaves. We need more vine leaves. Yeah. yeah, maybe we needed more rocks thrown at cars from service stations or something <laughs> like this. I don't know. But like it, it just seems it just seems to me that there's not a lot of justification to to import these people. Uh, and so who benefits, right? Who benefits? Well, bankers benefit, right? Because more population equals more people. What do refugees have that people in the West, Western citizens, don't have? Money. What? <laughs> wait, 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 what do they have? What do refugees What do have? refugees have that no Westerner has? It's a bit of a trick question. A refugee doesn't have debt. Right? Because he's come to a new country with nothing. So he doesn't have debt, which means that he can take on debt. Which is something that most Westerners can't do. Most Westerners are <laughs> most Westerners are debt saturated, as in they have a home loan or they have car loans or other personal loans and they can't possibly take on and they can't possibly take on any more debt. Which, if you're a banker and your only purpose in life is to earn more profit, which you fuck knows what you do with it, but you need more of it and you need it now, then refugee is a really good thing because they can come here and you can give them housing and give them government jobs, right? Or put them on Centrelink because ultimately it doesn't matter where they get their income from. From an economist's perspective, it doesn't matter if it's just recycled tax money because they'll take that money put it into the economy. and they they'll put it into woolies and coals and they can go and take out a bank loan for a car or they can buy their own house once they get sick of living in fucking council houses this sort of thing so from their perspective it doesn't fucking matter where you're from or if you're employed or not because as long as you spend money then the government can tax you and then they can use that tax to pay back the interest on the money that they borrow from the fed or the Reserve Bank of Australia in this case. Now, what, what, what is the Fed? The Federal Reserve Bank, which is a private company that issues the US dollar. Wait, so... Um, so, what's Australia like in terms of debt? Like, do we have much debt globally? Yes. As a country, we do? Yeah. Fuck, that sucks. I thought we didn't. No. Yeah, we... we is most of it to China? Because I'm pretty sure China owns like half our country now. Isn't it interesting? Privately, though, privately. Isn't it interesting the amount of residential? Uh, what, do you, what do you call those big, tall filing cabinets for young people? 
I don't know. Just apartment blocks. What's the fucking name for those things? Housing towers. It's, it's all fucked. I don't like it. Isn't it's mental how many of those have gone up in Sydney in recently. like five years? In the last five years, it's how all very it? fucking they new. The whole thing. And in places that there were no houses before, like Green Square was never residential until five years ago. That was all like industrial reserve. Same with Alexandria. It's got all these like trendy fucking shops there now. And, and coffee shops. And coffee and shops like the grounds, for example. Like that place is bizarre. It's like a it's like a oasis of Instagram photo opportunities in amongst an industrial park. The grounds, Alexandria, shout out. Turn up. And <laughs> there's all these filing cabinets for young people there now all filled with foreigners from a particular communist nation which we won't say bad things about otherwise the ccp will get us oh you just did it (gasps) oh bit of a freudian slip there putin's palace it's 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 incredible how much of our country they now own right like outright own but privately right and well well you can say it's privately but it's probably Ultimate initiative, you reckon? Ultimately, every business in in China is answerable to their communist party. So, how crazy is that? Don't um, like you know, don't, you doesn't, know, Astra- doesn't you know, America own most of our military bases and shit? No, they've no. got one base in Australia, just and it's one in Darwin. Darwin, and yeah. it's like an airfield. Yeah, we, we won't talk about Pine Cap. Oh yeah, that place. Yeah, we we want. <laughs> so we 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 don't know what that is. Okay, just don't fucking kill us. All right, we don't we don't know anything about it. All right. We don't know anything about that female commanding officer there. Nothing at all. Yes. We don't know about her. We don't know about the people that disappear into that place all the time. Nothing. All right. Let's leave us alone. So what do we do about this um, income tax, bro? Just cashies or? Well, this is the thing about living in a, a lovely democracy. I'm using air quotes. When this, I, say I mean, that. to this, be fair, this like, is democracy we, manifest. We could be living in a worse country. Well,. Uh, yeah, I think we it's we in the fortunate position these days, or prior to the travel ban, we we're in the fortunate position to be able to choose which tyrant we would live under. So whether or not that would be old Scomo, Scomo and Co, and their unilateral decision makers, like let's just put everyone under house arrest for three months. Scomo's got a massive head. <laughs> Do you reckon that adds to his charisma? Maybe yeah, maybe it's his force field. Yeah, that's why nobody shot the cunt yet. <laughs> not that you should, boys. I'm not encouraging violence. That would be that would be very bad and illegal. So I'm just saying in Minecraft, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, you should, you know, shoot him. I miss John Howard and his walks. I saw Johnny uh, in the street. Great one, cricket One player. fine afternoon in uh, Sydney, walking down Martin Place, Manlet. Definitely Very a short. Extremely short. Had the urge to boot him like a footy. Uh, in Minecraft. Get the conversion. Didn't because that would... It's very impolite, isn't it? To yeah. boot somebody in the ass from behind. Yeah. Consent is mandatory mm. with ass bootings. <laughs> so, you, some, your foot in my ass. So the, the problem is that, that income tax is required by law in Australia because if you earn money here, you must pay the government. The government needs their little cut need of whatever their, you do. They need their cut, right? Now, well, how else are they going to make money? Well, speed cameras? Fucking, they could just have sales tax like we used to. 
Don't right. we have GST? Well, we have GST now, but that's different to a sales tax. So, so GST is, is, is really a VAT, which is a value-added tax, which means they tax every transaction in the supply chain. So every time, anytime any work gets done to anything, GST applies, which is why it applies to things like your plumber, right? So your plumber comes and does X amount of work, and he has to pay GST on the work he does because he's added value to whatever piece of equipment that he just worked on. So it's a value-added tax. They call it GST because they didn't want people to go, oh, it's VAT, which means it's going to tax everything, which is what it's for. But in this country, it's only 10%, right? Yeah. In other places like America, it's like 40% or something? No. G- sales tax? No. Not VAT? VAT. Yeah. I don't th- do they have VAT in the United States? Uh, I don't know. I'm not too sure. It depends. I think it's like state to state. They have. Yeah, I think they have state taxes, uh, yeah. which apply to sales. Uh, it's varying. I, I remember I paid 12% when I was in Nevada. Yep. Um, or I might be misremembering that. Don't quote me, boys. You can Google. You've got fucking no. Google. Google it, you dumb cunts. Now, just to play devil's advocate here, mm. um, I, mean, I, don't, I don't like it either. But when you have things like and say what you want about Centrelink and all mm. that sort of stuff, but for the people who do need it, public housing, it's pretty useful. Mm. Um, and then our education system, like we get everything on Hex, and we just like we don't even really have to pay it back. Uh, look, I'm not arguing against the recycling of tax money back into the to those people who need it, right? I'm not saying that at all. What I have a problem with is governments just fucking lying to people, just flat out just telling lies. Just like this just is going to be temporary. Like, like, and also like, why don't they disclose? Like, one of the things that really upset me when I did research into like the Mardi Gras thing, why is there not an exact number on how much taxpayer dollars? you are giving like this community like why is there not an exact number i would like oh, they are my tax dollars i would like an exact number on how much you are putting on this parade you, you know what it is i think it's probably because no matter what number they give people would just be fucking outraged about it well, well that's yeah, that's but- their choice they signed up for that right because they they decided they sat down at and one said, point and yeah. said yeah we are going to sponsor this parade where the perversion and indoctrination of children is oh, amongst that was another the objectives. Thing. Hold on, so, we're talking wait, about, dude. We're uh, talking about Mardi Gras. Oh, so one of the things one of the things I'm gonna add that I saw that was really disgusting. So Hold on. Okay, so would you say would you I've, say I've been to Mardi Gras? Yeah, okay. And but, when I went it was just gay people. Okay, okay. So, so listen to what he's gonna say. Would you say that Mardi Gras is a sexually charged event? Um, yeah, fucking earth. Because there's guys and girls walking around in pretty much nothing. Like I saw a guy walking around in pretty much a leather harness. I saw people walking around with like collars on, like BDSM stuff. I saw a yeah, whole fucking great. bunch of, sh- a bunch. Of- yeah, but is it good for kids? Would you would you say that's a G rated, PG rated? Well, why are kids there? No, well, that's a good well, fucking question. I'm gonna right? I'm gonna get into that. So, is, do you think that's appropriate for kids? Um, to be honest, I don't fucking know, man. The way that the way that shit's going, you know. Okay, so I'd say no. One like, of the, I'd probably say no. One the, of the, the things, the, the, the capacity to deal one with. One of the things that, that really disgusted me when I was there is that the amount of kids that were at that parade. And they also had uh, like a what would you call it a Mardi Gras float? 
There was a Mardi Gras float that specifically said kids and babies of the rainbow. And there was... No, no, no. And there, when I when I actually saw... <laughs> Fuck, you have to fucking deal with that shit. What I actually... Can't. I only lasted an hour. Your missus tricked you into going. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was a Rita Ora concert. I was like, Rita Ora, not the bed, good source. And then I got there and I'm like, there, a lot of people have brought kids here. What is going on? And then when I see a specific float that has kids and really young kids in there, I was like, wow, this is this is taxpayer dollars. But how much is the real question? How much taxpayer dollars is this? So, I don't understand like, what was it meant to promote that it's okay to be gay for children or something? Or? Well, that's a fucking good question. What is... Like- the, the the children of the rainbow, Ch- children and babies of children the rainbow. And babies of the rainbow. What does that mean? So what what does that mean? Does that mean that the, these are the children that of gay people of or couples? I hope that's what it is. Well, why the fuck are they at an event where people go cruise around in leather harnesses with their dicks swinging out and their assholes showing? I saw I saw a lot of ass and titties holes. What's up? Uh I nearly saw some holes. Yeah. I mean, what's what's the purpose there? Is it to say, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like, are they trying to normalize the idea of children being with homosexual couples? Because we know that's not possible for them to produce them themselves. But to get outside help to do that, right? What do you mean? I okay, mean, so I mean, no matter two, how... Do two gay men produce offspring? Like, other did, than diseases. No, 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 forget about that. I think... <laughs> Like, we already know that's not the case. Of course, yeah, right? Exactly. It's obviously. Do, do two women produce offspring? Yeah, but that's not the point. Well, no, 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 it is. No, it that's is. the point. Where did these children come from? So, they're either adopted, right? And they're like, oh, oh look, this, oh, is our, okay. this is our babies, right? That we adopted. Or are these, like, homosexual children? Well, they're definitely not homosexual children if they're babies, right? Well, you well, would think so because we are normally... Are being promoted as homosexual kids? Well, fucking who knows, right? Because... Ha- have you heard the story of Desmond? In America? I don't need to, bro. But if you want to tell the listeners, okay, I can imagine. I, no, no, no. I'd love to. So, this was promoted. I'm pretty sure our guest, Frank, knows the story of Desmond. Do you? Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> basically, Desmond is an 11-year-old drag queen. And it's being promoted as the most amazing and progressive thing. So, Desmond yeah. does suggestive dances at adult gay clubs in America. I think it was New York City. And this is promoted as the best thing. This is progressive. This is amazing. So, do you reckon that's okay. a right message to send around? I think, look, that's probably executed terribly. But I can understand. All right. There's the sexual aspect and there's the community aspect, right? So, it's like... Oh, okay. gay, gay dudes were throwing money at him. Yeah, that's fucked. Let's, let's forget about that. Let's just go back to... <laughs> oh, let's forget about it. Let's now. forget let's about go, that. Let's go back to gay babies on the float, right? Gay babies. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer they're called. So, you've got... Because Mardi Gras, as far as I understand, it's meant to be about acceptance. What the fuck is accepting about blocking the street and then stripping your clothes off and swinging rainbow flags down it while you fuck around with your boyfriend? Closing down parts of the city at taxpayer expense. Well, you know, well, well, let's go back to like when gay people, it was like prejudice, you know what I mean? Those were the days, boys. (laughs) Those were the days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, now we have gaybies. <laughs> what what the fuck happened? Like, what's the connection between A and B, right? Yeah. 
So there's a communal acceptance thing. Hey, it's okay to be gay. So so, so the media tells me at, at nauseam without me asking. And uh, apparently at Mardi Gras, mm. they want it because they want to blow it up all over the news that it's happening. We're gonna we're gonna block off half the city. Well, I look. I think the whole point of Mardi Gras in Australia, it's not just about fucking gay people and shit. I I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I'm it's pretty about sure fucking it's exactly gay people. About gay people. <laughs> are you gay? What's up? You are there. You are gay. You are gay. Why uh, are I, you gay? I am transgender. <laughs> it's just a mad party, bro. I went there with a few of the boys and how'd it go for you? It was fucking great. Could you walk afterwards? Nah. <laughs> Just make sure you make sure you bring lots of either lube or spit. Yeah, no, no. I mean, you you go there whether you're gay or not. It's a fucking great time. But you are gay unless you're James. No, no. Because when you in a stadium or something. Well, because of um, Ronies, because of the the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, um, Oxford Street goes off, man. Yeah, no, no. But it was in it was in um, it was in like the cricket grounds or something. Cricket, cricket. So I, yeah, yeah, so I want to know how um, all these gay organizations paid for it when like nothing's really been going on with uh, coronavirus. It's interesting to me that an exception was made for that event. Oh, yeah, there was no uh, social distancing there, definitely. Mm. Yeah, it's not fair. So it's a, so it's a government so I'm gonna event. I'm going to probably lose my shit if they cancel Anzac Day this year. I'm probably going to like... Um, it's, it's interesting. I'm not, right? not going to commit any acts of violence. I'm just going to say that, but I'm going to be very upset. Mm. We, don't, we don't, we don't condone, condone acts of violence, especially not against journalists and politicians. And Jews. That too. That's a strike. Oof, wow. Israel One that- hour, 36 minutes. I mean, and 59. Israel's Cut out that- the bit about Jews. <laughs> Israel's our greatest ally. Yeah. Um, I lift. So one of the reasons I started lifting. Is so I was can lift to- enough weight to drop myself on my head and kill myself. No, Sorry. no. One of the reasons <laughs> I started lifting was so that I could achieve the complete destruction of the state of Israel. <laughs> few things to edit out there yeah okay so yeah it's 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 very curious why um the government just lies to us about this sort of stuff about whether or not income tax is going to be uh, permanent or not because they just decided after the fact that they had so much money after the wars were over that they were just not going to keep their promise that it was temporary right because now they could do all sorts of things like you know pay their business magnate friends for things <coughs> Can anyone laugh like um, Jeff Goldblum on Jurassic Park? <laughs> I, may, I, I may have watched that video several times. I can't believe all these like celebrities that are doing like menu log fucking ads. Like fucking Snoop Dogg now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And small small yeah. world, you know. Back at our old our old work. You remember that uh, bald bespectacled fellow that we used to work with in the office? Yes. 
Yeah, so that particular guy, one of his mates was the guy who owned Menulog and built it from the ground up. He sold it for a very tidy sum uh, to an American guy who then started marketing in that way that you just spoke about with Jeff Goldblum and all sorts of Snoop Dogg and yeah. all these celebrities. All these people who have you know long culinary histories and can definitely affirm the quality of the products being delivered. Well, Snoop Dogg, I mean, if anyone knows food about the best munchies, you know what I mean? I, I would expect him to be like doing a Colorado or California style like weed delivery service plug rather than, you know, telling me to buy curries from the local curry shop. Yeah. To buy curries from a biryani house in North Stratfield. (laughs) (laughs) One hour, 39 minutes and 42 seconds. Delete. (laughs) (laughs) Biryani house. What are, you do- what are you doing? Oh, no, 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 no. Taking a photo of the time. Yeah. Don't forget there's it. A, there's a few things out there. Oh, no, no, no. Are you doing director mode again? Fuck you. Oh, should I do a video? Or? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Jeez, you're a fucking cooked looking cunt, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one of the things I've been doing, because I'm not happy about this whole idea of every dollar that i earn um johnny johnny taxman getting his grubby little hand not only does he get his not only does he get his cut but he also uh he also prints more right so he he asks the rba to please print more australian dollars mr taxman decentralized currency when he needs to do things like you know pay for mrs ahmed to have her ninth child the taxpayer's expense. Um, he just prints more money from the RBA and the RBA lend it to the government or to the commercial banks and then they pay interest on that. So it devalues my my savings, right? Because every time a new dollar is created, it devalues the dollars that I have. That's called inflation. So because inflation continues, uh, I got to thinking and it takes me a long time to do any thinking. And it also took me a long time to save up any money because I'm a poor fag and I'm stupid. And so once that had, once I'd finished rubbing my brain cells together, I realized that cryptocurrency was the best way to keep my value out of the hands of the government. That and gold, but gold and silver are relatively expensive, right? It's very hard to, to buy gold because uh, if you're going to buy gold are then you're going to insure it if not then where are you going to keep it are you going to keep it in a safe do you have a safe uh, are you sure that nobody knows you have that gold can you afford to buy it straight up I keep it underneath uh, my three German shepherds mm. so I think gold's a good idea as long as you can protect it properly uh, but I've been putting my my wealth into cryptocurrency to keep it out of the hands of the ATO so that they don't use it to brainwash little children into thinking that fucking another man in the ass is acceptable and productive. Babies. Um, <clears throat> one thing I'm worried about with crypto, man, and um, I've been putting a lot into it too, a shout out to Cardano. Ah, yes. Um, they're doing really well now. I think they're number five on the market cap, right? Uh, they could be. I, I, I can't remember exactly. They're, re- they're doing really well. Thank you. Thank you, Cardano. Um, what, like, the energy that's required to keep up, 
the transactions, like the, all the mining and all that sort of shit. What? Like, isn't that like a problem? AT&T? No. No? Because I, I see these mining rigs and all this sort of shit and they use a lot of energy, dude. Yeah, and? Is that, is that not a problem? Like, No, why would it be a problem? Well, how do we, where does that energy come from? It comes from power plants, just like every other energy. But isn't that, like long term, isn't that ad- adding to like our energy bill? Whose energy bill? The planet. Right. You're talking about environmental concerns? Yeah. Okay. So 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 let's let's take that idea seriously, right, for a second. That somehow releasing CO2 into the atmosphere is is a death sentence, right? Let's assume that that's a correct statement for a second. Well well I like if you travel two hours out of Sydney, mm. like you feel like you feel like the air, the water is a lot better, it's a lot cleaner, of course. you know what I mean? Of course. No, I I don't deny that. So so I'm not going to... That particular subject, I've, let, let's just leave it aside for now. Let's assume that, that that idea, that CO2 generation is somehow a death sentence for the planet, right? Let's assume that's correct. If that is correct, then obviously what we should do, be doing is investing in nuclear power because that does two things. One, it generates enough electricity to serve our, our population here in this country at least. And we have shitloads of uranium. Uh, two... And we have shitloads of Japanese... Yeah, well, we could have more, right? <laughs> um, the second thing it does is it doesn't produce any CO2 as a byproduct of the chemical reaction, right? It only produces steam. If we're talking about a light water reactor, even better if we're talking about thorium reactors, we could have liquid... Isn't that in World of Warcraft? I have... is, that, is thorium real? <laughs> thorium is a real thing. You'll find oh, okay. it on the periodic table. Yes. Um Thorium, liquid fluoride thorium reactors uh, would serve all our needs and don't have all of the safety concerns that light water reactors do. Light water reactors, an example of which is Fukushima. So when that tsunami hit it and they had that issue with the um, reactor core exploding, that was a light water reactor. Those sorts of meltdowns, those sorts of explosions are not possible due to design of a liquid liquid fluoride thorium reactor. So if the government was really serious, actually serious about this sort of problem, they would invest in nuclear power. They don't, so it follows that they're not serious. So, should we'll, we be concerned about it? Who's we? You um, and I. Humans. Humanity. Well, you and I, <coughs> the rest of humanity. Should we be concerned about CO two? being released into the atmosphere uh, last i checked co2 was food for plants that said i am not a scientist and i don't have any central banking or imf funding so i'm probably not going to tell you that it is a problem and we absolutely must act now but then also not do anything so i i struggle to take seriously anybody who says that uh, CO2 is an issue but then also is against nuclear power because then they're, they're asking for something that's impossible okay what do you think about electric vehicles dude uh, I think uh, Tesla's are interesting pieces of technology um, I think that our country Australia does not have the electrical grid required or the electrical production required to service eat all of the cars and trucks in Australia if they were all tomorrow to turn into electric cars. 
Like you, Adelaide you, has brownouts on a regular basis, as I'm sure people in Adelaide will be able to attest to. Mm. Like we already have problems with our electrical grid in this country without adding the burden of everybody's car and all the trucks, by the way. Without trucks, Australia stops. You'll find emblazoned on the back of every Lin Fox you drive by. I had a brownout the other week. I had curry and then I had a cup of coffee. <laughs> and then a kombucha. Oof. That was a brownout. Eljana garlic sauce and kombucha. That's a good way to shit your pants. Speaking <sighs> of brownouts, mate. Well, t- look, it's the 22nd of March right now. Uh, after midnight, of course. And uh, Sydney has been suffering some pretty severe weather for the last four or five days. And uh, there's been some power outages, as far as I'm aware, in merry old Sydney. Too bad if your vehicle's electric, right, and the power's out. So I think I think this country has uh, very little going for it in the way, <laughs> in the terms of uh, electric vehicles. Are they a good idea? Sure. I mean, they, they're cars and they run. They take everything inside where it's supposed to go. Sounds like a great car to me. Are they better than gasoline um, right now for Australia? Probably no. Not, yeah. yeah, because we just we just couldn't make them work. We'd have to we'd have to change every gas station to an electrical outage, and that just puts more strain on the grid. And we just don't have that much power running through the grid as it is. I've got like thirty solar panels on my on my house. Eh, that's mad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, cool. I mean, look, this is a good country for solar, right? It's a shame that solar panels cost a shitload. Why do they cost so much money? Materials. Materials manufactured. Is it, is it cobalt? Hmm? Is it cobalt? I'm not sure what's in them. What do we invest in? What does who invest in? What do we invest in? Um, like, let's say everyone gets solar panels and then we all run on like electric vehicles. What do we need to invest in? Uh fucking shitloads of cabling really it's the it's the grid that's the issue right so we have coal power fire power plants in australia because we just don't have any other choice if we want to keep the lights on right let's say that there was a a nuclear reactor of some description um other than lucas heights that was constructed in sydney and other major cities around the world would you be would you be okay to have a nuclear reactor in your suburb fuck no yeah, fuck yeah. no. Because nuclear reactor design takes nuclear scientists. And those guys are really bright. And what they do is they make, they take precautions to make sure that these sorts of disasters, such as the one that we had in Fukushima, are not A, common, and B, easy to happen. There's a lot of shielding around nuclear reactors because people are aware that there's fucking radiation. We're probably the best country to have them too because we, we have like next to no earthquake issues. There's no earthquake issues. Tornadoes. We don't get fucking tsunamis volcanoes. here. Volcanoes. There's fucking nothing here except shitloads of desert, right? Kangaroos. Who gives a fuck yeah, about fuck roos? those cunts. Fuck those cunts. The army, rightly, uses them for target practice. Fucking assholes, eh? Fucking skippy, jerks. No. no, skippy. Fucking punch you. They're room. not even halal. <laughs> are they? They're fucking not, dude. What? They're not. Fucking, I, I knew why this aren't was they halal? Country. I knew this was Oh, they're country. not kosher either. Oh, fuck. Apparently, also, so leather jackets aren't halal because they don't have scales. Why are you eating no, a that's leather, kosher. Why are you eating a leather jacket for anyway? Apparently, do they taste good? <laughs> they taste really good. Yeah. <laughs> did you Did you do like the bismillah before you cut it up? Um, no, it, it's from if it's from the sea, it's automatically halal. That's what no, I've been told. It's not if it doesn't have scales, it's not halal. So no turtle. 
Wait, no, no that, turtle soup. Nah, bro. Okay. No turtle soup. So that doesn't make sense because Muslims love prawns. What about crabs? Yeah, crabs I, okay. I don't. I don't mean to be a racist, but I've heard that Lebanese gentlemen love prawns and oysters. Well, okay. This is what I was told. I don't know if it's true or not, so I probably should look it up. But I was told this by a, a pretty devout Muslim dude. Mm. He takes his like dietary shit really seriously. Um, and there's a passage. She showed me a passage that says that. So, okay, maybe I need. Maybe I misinterpreted it. Who knows? But I know that in the Jewish faith, they can't eat anything from the sea that doesn't have scales and fins. So leather jacket would definitely be out. <laughs> um, they can't eat crustaceans, so they can't eat crab, prawn, lobster, all that. They can eat the hell out of some foreskin, though. <laughs> yeah, fucking sucking on that every day. <laughs> Mm, baby no, blood. No, Rabbi, no. Rabbi Senpai. <laughs> Rabbi Sama. <laughs> Rabbi Sama. Senpai Sama. <laughs> All right, Frank, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I hope to have you on again in the future. Mate, you know I love talking shit. Yeah, I could do this all day. Oh, yeah. But we have jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Taxman's got to get his cut after all. Yeah, I mean, Johnny Taxman's got to get get his little... He's got to slip his hand into my wallet every day. Just slide it right into your pocket and just <laughs> grab a hold of something. Right into my pussy. My boy pussy. My bussy. Shouts to Mardi Gras. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>